0: Hello and welcome to the Hoosie Podcast with me, Phil. And me, Paul. And in this special podcast, we're going to be reviewing the 50th anniversary special from Big Finish. Light at the end.
1: You know, old girl, sometimes I think you're probably the finest ship ever to have sailed the Vortex. And my word.
0: So now we know. Now we
1: know for sure. But why are they here, hmm? Why
0: are all the doctors here? Hello, my dear. Doctor? What is it, this?
1: Here, look.
0: In the doll's house, what?
1: Look through the window.
0: Come on, Ace! Run! Back to the TARDIS!
1: What's happened? Where am I?
0: You're in the TARDIS. How do you do?
1: I beg your pardon?
0: Oh, no need to. I'm the Doctor, and this is... I am
1: Leela. All of them? Hmm? They were you? Three minutes past five. Seventeen and The twenty third of November, nineteen sixty three. The twenty third of November, nineteen sixty three. Fifty nine A Barnesfield Crescent, Totton, Hampshire. Crescent, Totton, Hampshire, England. Earth.
0: Stop fiddling about and get on with it. Charlie, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll come back for you. You hear me, Charlie? Doctor, no. no! It appears to be some kind of hawing. All this cloak and dagger business. You're clearly up to no good. By all means, please do come, come. out to play, Doctor. I'm waiting for you. Now, as usual with our reviews of uh, anything audio, of our reviews full stop, really, it will be full of spoilers. So if you haven't listened to Light at the End yet, I suggest you stop listening to us right now and go and listen to the light at the end before coming back to us. Yes. We okay. don't care how long it takes you. But... No, we don't. So, you have been warned this will be full of spoilers. So, uh, let's get straight into it then, shall we? Yeah. Yep, okay. I think this week it's my turn to go first, isn't it? It is not it Right, okay. I really, really enjoyed this. So did I. I and the... I'm And I'm really pleased to be able to say that. Yes. Because a lot of the time you... They do multi-doctor stories, which don't really work. They don't really know what to do with all the the amount of characters, and they try and bring back far too many companions. Um, and this, I feel, anyway, gets it just about right.
1: Yeah. I mean, there, there's a certain thing that you can't do too complicated a story, to a large extent, because you've got too many people to, A, introduce, and, B, yeah. give them something to do.
0: Yeah. I, I think that was the... I think the only thing I could think was, was probably what the, the weak link here was actually the story. Yeah. The actual... Um, not the way it was acted or anything like that. It was, it was just the actual plot. It was a little bit been there, seen it, done it. You yes. Know, you, know, the, you know, the master trying to sort of, like, you know, take the doctors out of out of time, make you know, things, so things never happened and blah, blah, blah. And it's a little bit sort of clichéd, to yes. be honest. And probably... That sort of things wasn't special enough for a fiftieth anniversary story.
1: No, but the, the, again, there's just so little you can. There's so little time you can do it in terms of to to have the interplay which everybody wants between the two between doctors. All the, all the
0: doctors, really. Yeah.
1: Um, Although mostly it comes in. You get them in twos, don't you? You do.
0: Uh, but I will say you do get doctors one through to eight.
1: Yes, which was actually the big surprise of it.
0: Yeah. Now I thought they were gonna get uh, get round that by using old sound clips. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad to say well they didn't they just got other actors to do it. Yeah. Actually. So you had William Russell, um, who also he crops up as in Cheston very, very briefly. But he plays the first doctor. Yes. Uh okay, he's not it's not it's an impression rather than an impersonation. Yeah.
1: Isn't
0: it? There is you, a, yeah. yeah. there is a
1: difference. So it's yeah. an impression. Well, well, of well the difference between between his and Fraser Hines' version of the second Doctor is the yeah, difference, isn't it? It is. Uh, so, obviously, you do get Fraser Hines
0: doing the second Doctor, naturally, as he's well known for, for doing now. Yes. Um, now, I'm ashamed to say I cannot remember the actor's name who played the third Doctor, because it was on the um, the extras. Yes. The, the documentary that accompanied uh, this this story. And uh, for life of me I can't remember what the guy's name is. F- uh, forgive me, um, and I can't find it anywhere because they they're, they're not really great on giving you a full cast list.
1: No, and because of- we bought the download version, I suspect we didn't get all the packaging.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's it. So, uh, so yeah. But you, I mean, he's very good as well. Whoever you are, sir, you are very, very good at, de- at delivering. Pertwee. But it,
1: it came, wasn't it? Because he was on. He did one of the big finish stories. Yeah playing a character and someone they, they came back to him and said oh you, when they were recording it they said oh you, you don't have to sound like Pertwee on that bit yeah so they
0: brought him back just for, you know, to do this and it, yeah it, it really works you know it yeah. really does work
1: um and it was just great to just the way they did that actually talking about the way they did the the fact of giving the companions throughout ages a, a chance to say something just by that idea of the she goes into the TARDIS Charlie goes into the TARDIS and just then gets visions of everybody who's ever inhabited the TARDIS. Yeah, who see her as a ghost and she sees them as a ghost.
0: Because this because sta- this does start out as an Eighth Doctor story, doesn't it? Yes. So you got like the the Eighth Doctor and Charlie Pollard, and then you sort of then they you say sort of get the whole thing with the um, with you know with a character in which she she doesn't quite know what they what they are. She, are they ghosts or or what? Um, but as you say, you get like little cameos, don't you? Yeah. From, from each um, or as many surviving cast members as possible.
1: And it's just, yeah, it's just the great way of just introducing them without actually having to introduce them and then have them part of the plot. Yeah. Yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, I, I thought it was... They say Because that, that, that was the thing. They didn't try to bring in too many companions because I think no. that's where these sort of stories do tend to fail. Yeah, but they don't. But, but use them as sort of like as ghosts from the past, yeah, or from their future, wherever you look at it. Um, it it really works just by having them same a couple of lines, and that's it really. So so like, I mean, let's go through that the pairing show because you've got the fourth Doctor and Leela, yeah. You've got the fifth Doctor and Nissa, yeah. Uh, the eighth Doctor and Charlie, as we said. So you've got the seventh Doctor and Ace, Ice. yeah. Uh, sixth Doctor and Perry, yes. Now, going back through the other three Doctors you've got, oh the first three Doctors, I think it was uh, Zoe, Jamie, and the second Doctor, very, very briefly. Yeah. Um, and then, now, isn't it supposed to be the, right at the very end, the third Doctor coming along, Sarah Jane? Yes. Now, I actually thought it was actually Joe to begin with. Yes.
1: Yeah, it was to begin with.
0: Yeah, I thought it was. We've also got uh, Annika Wills. And there was Polly. Actually, it's, it's Annika Wills to, to begin with, isn't it? Not um, not Zoe. Zoe comes a little yeah. bit later. Yeah. Uh, you've got Maureen O'Brien in there as Vicky as well. Caroline Ford as Susan. Peter Purvis, also drops in very briefly. Yeah. Steven, I mean, so they that, so that, all get these little cameos in there. It's really well done.
1: Yeah. I mean, the fact is, and the people that could do this were a big finish because they've got them doing other stuff as... The, as the year went on, so I presume every time they came, someone came in, a different person came in to do yeah something else for them. They yeah. said to them, "Well, oh, you can just do these couple of lines because you
0: yeah." Now the one that did surprise was Jean Marsh of Sarah Kingdom. Yeah. Now, that, that uh, to me, that's always a bit about a contention
1: whether she was actually a companion or not. But yeah, but they don't have, they don't introduce her as a companion, do they? No, doesn't she? Doesn't she? Isn't there as a companion? No, it just
0: it's just someone from the Doctor's past, isn't it? So yeah. it's—I mean, I mean, just—it was just a nice little, you know, just sad, quick line for us. Yeah, it was. You it say it's—it's it's trying to celebrate fifty years. They've got to squeeze in as many people as they can possibly get.
1: Yeah,
0: you know. So because obviously, the um, TV incarnation of Doctor is not going to do that sort of thing. They're not going to bring back all these old companions and Doctors. No. That we know of, anyway. Yeah, but, as far as we know, yeah. Yeah, so this is the only place you can really do it. So, no, it, it, I think it on, on the, for the most part it worked.
1: Yeah, I mean, this definitely wasn't it. This was a whole thing about giving the fans what they wanted, wasn't it? it oh God, yeah. And also, not only sort of giving them what they
0: wanted, but also a month early as well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, and, and more than that, and more than they expected, because as I say, to actually then get some of the one, two, and three as well.
0: Yeah, which, which which to me was that that was a nice surprise. Yeah. That. that was a nice surprise. Now, um, so let's go So should we sort of try and go through the plot as best we can? Yes. Uh, because it sort of starts off with the Doctor... or the Eighth Doctor being asked to go back to 5.03pm on the 23rd November 1963. Yes. The TARDIS draws him back towards there and this mysterious uh, warning light... Appears because it's a bit, it's a bit of a rough journey getting to uh, going to this date, isn't it? Yes. Uh, and the warning light appears on the toast console, which has never been there before. And basically, as the plot goes on, you find that It's actually a warning from the TARDIS to yeah. sort of stay away from these space time coordinates.
1: Um, well, no, it's it's, well, it's it's to say basically something goes wrong, and it goes wrong because of these space time coordinates, yeah, and, and that's it, what the warning's saying, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, but it's these... a bit, but it
0: goes back through all the other doctor yeah. in through the doctor's past, but you know the doctors actually figure out what this warning light is no, so it's not to write at the very end they sort of figure out exactly what what that is and how they can sort of get rid of it so it is the
1: light at the end
0: it is the light at the end indeed, very much so um but yeah, so they sort of get involved in this um this planet where there's sort of like it's like a weapons sort of demonstration caught in a little uh, well, no, What the other had they put it was it was like a pocket dimension, wasn't it yes. Um, and then you find out the Master's behind it all. I'm, I'm, I'm skipping through this very, very quickly here, because I don't want to go into too much detail. I don't want to ruin no. too much here. Um, but it's all the Master's doing. The Master played by Jeffrey Beavers.
1: I mean, to be honest, as we've said, really, the plot is the, the least of the, the the interest in this Yes, episode. it is,
0: actually. Because um, all you're looking forward to is getting all the Doctors pairing up. Yeah. As, mu- as much as you can. And sort of the first pairing you get is the Eighth Doctor and the Fourth Doctor.
1: Yes, and I think I want to hear more of that. Yeah. I mean, that is the... I mean, you, you've listened to the other stuff, you find out, really, that was just a case of... The reason those two were paired up was just really location as to recording, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Because it says on the... That's what it goes into on, on the documentary. Um, yeah. This, doesn't it? It's because they both live in Tunbridge Wells or something. Yeah. Or, or in, yeah, that, in or, that
1: area. Or, or, he He's certainly... McGann was the closest to where Baker records, so... yeah. Tom back recalled, so basically that was the logical thing was to have him come to them. Yeah,
0: because because it sort of, yeah. it comes out in the documentary that they didn't actually when they all got get together at the end, they weren't in the same room. They no, re, they all recorded their lines separately on different dates and different locations, and so yeah, so there was no sort of like big meeting. I think that's why you got that poorly photoshopped uh, photograph of them on. I think it was on Doctor Who magazine. Yeah because they they actually were not in the same room together when they recorded, no. unfortunately. But, um, yeah, I thought the Eighth Doctor and the Fourth Doctor pairing was fantastic.
1: Yeah, and so, yeah, cer- certainly I'd be happy to hear more of that.
0: Definitely, definitely. Um, now, you've also got this other character called John um, John Dorney played. Now, isn't he a writer or, or something originally? I can't remember what he said yes. on the... Um, yeah, I the, think
1: the he, yeah, he's, he's he's certainly written for yeah. Finish hasn't he? He plays so the I mean. character
0: of Bob Dovey. Now he's really yeah. sort of the whole what the whole story sort of comes back to, really, isn't it?
1: Yes. Well, he's the yeah, he's, he's the, the architect, trigger, isn't, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Well,
0: well, not the architect. The master's the architect. the architect. Master's the architect. Yeah. But Bob Dovey's the trigger. Trigger.
1: Yeah. For
0: what happens? And that actually, I quite like this whole thing because the whole where the Eighth Doctor lands, it's like a weapons demonstration. Yeah. Thing, and you, it's like a um, what's the word? It's like an arms fair, isn't it? Yes. That absolutely. they sort of they stumble into, which the seventh Doctor stumbles up into, and, that, and there's that him, it's the sixth Doctor, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He sort of gets his way back. There's all different things that's happening that the that the different Doctors get caught up in as they get caught in sort of certain different effects of what's going on, and they all sort of come back to this one point, don't they? Uh, which is the twenty um, third of November. Nineteen sixty-three. So, I mean, you've really got to listen to it to get the full benefit. Yeah. Because obviously, I'm not explaining this very well at all here, to be perfectly honest. Thank you for agreeing, Paul.
1: Well, I've heard it, and I'm struggling now. No,
0: no, I'm not explaining this very well at all. As
1: as we say, the, the, the plot isn't necessarily. Well, what what is the the main thing about this is the little set pieces yeah. that are set up. Yeah, it's um, basically what, said, what what happens. False in the Oak Doctor. Yeah, and actually, the the one really outstanding. Um, scene in this actually is the fifth Doctor Nissa, and and Bob Dovey yeah yeah uh, yeah. I, I was going to
0: mention that I was going to mention that
1: and that really does ha- take the story in its grip there that is the one bit that makes, the, makes sense of it yeah and it makes is. you actually just sh- brings you out of this sort of feeling of oh isn't this all wonderful yeah it does. Because it is, it's sort of that point, really. It,
0: it stops becoming a fun romp, doesn't it? Yeah. At that point, because you find out exactly what the Master has done. Yes. And I'm not going to spoil that bit. No. I'm not going to spoil that bit. You find out what the Master has done and what happens to, to poor Bob Dovey. Yeah. Um, And what, that's what the Master has done to him. And also, it's the Fifth Doctor that really sets this catastrophe in motion. yes. And it's what it's what um, you find the reason why the master is at this arms fair, and what he's done to uh, sort of what he's bought, really, uh, not bolt, but sort of um, allowed to walk away with. Yes, to, he, he buys basically the titles by the master's silence.
1: Yes, with which we, also we, was very good, and and yeah. obviously the perfect doctor to confront the confront them was the sixth doctor yes it it was uh
0: now the now for those you don't know he he confronts a a tonal called straxus now if you haven't heard dark eyes yes recently that's the last thing straxus of was. it's an early incarnation of straxus Uh, apparently he's been in other uh, big finnish stories as well which i must admit i haven't heard because as we said before, we sort of come pretty late to the big finish party, haven't we? So, yeah. um, but I have heard that character in in Dark Eyes, so it, it was nice to sort of there's sort of like little nods to the past and nods to the big finish continuity yeah, as, well. as yeah. well,
1: which I thought was good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but actually, Colin Baker's Doctor there was exa- everything you wanted him to be, wasn't it?
0: Oh, definitely, definitely. But all the way through this, because of what's what's happening. As as the thing goes on, you get the doctors where the doctors' companions are disappearing. Yeah, and it's and all admit, to do when, what it's all to do what
1: the masters done. Yeah, and I must yeah. Admit, when, when I'm listening to this. I'm thinking to myself. Terence Dix was at home, he's at home going. That's what I should have done in the for the <laughs> for the, 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 the five doctors. I think you should have done. It, you would have got away with it, then wouldn't they? But, but rather, rather than just having them frozen in time, standing in the corner. Yes, freeze frame. <laughs> Oh, God. And I wondered whether actually, when they wrote, when this was written, the thought was, now, how do I get around that problem? Because everybody <laughs> knows Terence Dix moaned incessantly about the fact that that was the biggest problem he had with the, the five doctors. Yeah. Was what to do with the companions once you'd got the doctors together.
0: Well, well let's not forget, he was also, uh, sort he had the constraints of working with John Nathan Turner's remit. Yeah. As well, really. Uh, I
1: can imagine him just saying, no, you must have everybody in it. Yeah, you know. But, so... but then, yeah. But then you add that with this as well, and they just handled it. They well, the, the, the the way of getting of getting it sorted. Well, that's the thing. You learn by your mistakes, don't you? Yes. You learn by your
0: mistakes. Now, it's actually quite interesting to uh, to listen to that. Nick Briggs didn't really want to do a multi-doctor story. No. And it appears to be a Tom Baker of all people who who, who liked the idea.
1: Yeah. And once he says he's going to do it, there's there's a case that well you've got to do it now because you might not get another chance.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially the age of he's was eighty very soon, isn't he, Tom yeah. Baker? So yeah, you've got to um, you've got really have got to grab that grab those opportunities while you can. Yeah, really. And I think you know it works, it's, and as you say, it's what the fans wanted. They wanted a multi doctor story. Yeah, and I know to a certain degree they don't really sort of cross paths a lot. But you know, I suppose not until right at the end. But you do get those things where they do talk to each other as the TARDIS is picking up on, like the they're sort of like getting ghosts of the past or ghosts of the future, or they're seeing events from the future, aren't they? And 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 actually that does dovetailing quite nicely because where you get the bit where um was it the eighth Doctor and the fourth Doctor see the seventh Doctor as like yes. a, a ghostly apparition, then later on. You get the seventh doctor and Ace seeing the fourth and eighth doctors as ghostly apparitions, and you get yeah. that same conversation from both sides of the fence, don't you? Yeah. So I, I like the way that was put together.
1: And that, you get Ace's description of all the doctors that yeah. <laughs> she
0: sees. I do like the fact that she describes the 7th the, the, uh, doctor as Joseph. Yeah. As in Joseph, his amazing Technicolor dream coat. So uh, I thought that was yeah. quite. Uh, and but I uh, was it. Um. I did like what the fourth doctor said um, about. Sort of like the actor looking like um, well, Bill Hickok, yeah, as that's funny. Most people say I look like Lord Byron, yeah, so because <laughs> that is, isn't it? The nod to the that is that
1: is the costume,
0: isn't it? It is, yeah, the well, Bill Hickok costume for that's for the yeah. movie, um, yeah, but, but they say that most people say I look like Lord Byron, um, yeah, but isn't what Ace describes him as later on as well, yeah, so it? I thought that was the, the way they used the all you know, eight doctors. Was well done. And they didn't try to sort of force it all together. No. You know, and you had all the, um, again, the little nod to the third Doctor, the contact. Yes. And all that um, sort of, you know, and again, that's a good way of advancing the plot without using any
1: exposition. Yeah. Once they'd all got together, the logical thing then was they'd all have to explain to each other what had just happened to them. Yeah. But rather than actually having to go through that, you just do that.
0: Yeah, and, the and
1: just then move on again. Yeah, that's right. That's it right. was nicely paced. This actually, it was. Um, it's a two-hour story,
0: and I thought it moved along really well, to yeah. be honest. And so there were some standout bits in those 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 uh, those two hours. I think actually, I, th- I think everybody gets their chance to chance to you know they have their chance in the in in the sun in the sunlight, yeah. don't they? I'm trying to think of a good analogy there, but yeah, they're mm-hmm. time in the sun. It's. Um, yeah, because you get the fourth and eighth Doctors. What a fantastic pair. And I really do want more stories of those two yeah. together, if, if possible. Um, you get the thing with the
1: fifth Doctor and Nissa at Bob Dovey's house. Yeah. Which was And utter- he was, again, and that was written, they was the perfect Doctors to do those scenes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, I- you, you wonder at what point did the story come first and then he chose which Doctor should do the bits or did he decide, well, I need this sort of scene for this Doctor. Yeah. That's actually the thing that came through from it, because they were, they actually turned up, in those the right people for the right job. Yeah,
0: definitely. Oh, definitely. It, 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 I, I think they, they played this as perfectly as they possibly could. Yeah. I really do. And also getting the, 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 the first, second and third Doctors teamed up together as well. Yeah. Like in the three Doctors, was I thought that was a masterstroke. Especially if you haven't got any of the existing cast members anymore, it's it's if you've got someone doing an, an impression of them, it's good to keep them in the background to a certain degree, in the distance.
1: Yeah. Then yeah. you've got then you've got the fact that if there isn't problems with how closely they sound, you can put the distortion effect on it that just takes it yeah slightly out of it anyway.
0: Yeah, I, I think it worked brilliantly. I really and I've, I, I'm really glad to say I thoroughly enjoyed it. though yeah. There are people who didn't.
1: Yeah. it's it's just what do you want from it really, exactly. isn't it? Exactly.
0: Yeah, I mean what, what do you want from a... you know, sort of you, you haven't got all the surviving actors no, anymore. Um and fifty you know, sort of multi doctor stories are difficult to get right. And they're never the greatest of plots
1: either, which this isn't in all fairness. No. But unless you're gonna make something that's quite massively long Yeah. You're not gonna be able to do the plot because You've just got too much to fit in. Exactly, and it's a special. Yes, it's
0: not a serial. This is a special, and and it's an extended special as well. You've got you know two hours, nearly two hours worth of of story there, and and I think for for what it is though, I think it's really enjoyable. Yeah, actually, one of the things that people have picked up on is they don't like the remixed theme
1: tune. Um. I, yeah. I that 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 is not something that is necessarily bothering me. No, <laughs> me neither. Me neither. And actually, what I um and the question is, if they put whatever era of theme tune they put on it, if they pick one of the classic, people are say, oh, so why have you focused on that Doctor's theme tune?
0: Well, what I thought he, he was trying to do, there was trying to catch a little bit of all the different versions. Yes. Of, the, of the Doctor's yeah, theme tune. That, that
1: seems to have been the remit to it. Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: even to the point of um. Using some of the new series, yeah, aspects some of Mary Gold's um, version in there as well. Because yeah, there's sort of like the um, some of the drumming from um, the fourth series of um, Doctor Who, sort of like uh, David Tennant's fourth um, series, sort of that area, um, and also with the guitars, the electric guitars and stuff. So it was there was a lot there. He tried to fit in. I thought,
1: yeah, and I, I didn't mind it. Yeah. Again, it's a it's a one off for a special thing, and yeah, yeah, probably never. And it,
0: I mean, people were moaning about that. You get the classic version right at the end anyway, when the story's yeah. over. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, people do pick up on the funniest of things, don't they? Yeah. I know we do that. We do sort of like pick up on things yes. that can say that's completely yeah. ruined it for me. But, um, I I went into this with a completely open mind. Yes. Um. Just trying to think. Well, it's a, you know, multi doctor stories don't usually work, and I think this did. I, really, I my personal opinion is, I thought this worked. It worked for me. Yeah,
1: anyway. I mean, as far as saying it, it was, a, it was a slightly simple plot and whatever. At least it was reasonably coherent.
0: Yes. Yeah, it, I think that's you, you've got. I think you've hit on something there because they, they didn't try to do anything too clever with it. No. There's a you, lot
1: you, of you, you, all it was you know, was to give them a reason to bring in different doctors in and out of the story. Yeah, and for that it it worked perfectly. Yeah, I think so.
0: They they just had to hit the right notes. Yeah, really. that's what you got to do with a story like this. You you can't have it too convoluted where you you having difficulty trying to get all the doctors together. I think yeah. this this worked to the point because what was happening to each doctor was on their own personal timeline. Yeah, and then it all came together at the end. Yeah, which is I think is which is I think suppose you could say that's what the the five doctors was. Sort of doing, they're all having their own individual adventures, and then it, yeah. it, it all came together at the end. So it, it's sort of similar to that. Uh, but I think this is—I actually, as we said, the story isn't great. But I think this is actually a better story than the the five doctors.
1: Yeah, it, it sort of makes more sense as to why they they're, they're drifting in and out Of time. Yeah, and whatever there I is, so. yeah. there is the only thing with this—the ending to this—and not wanting to go too much into the ending to this. Hmm. Um. I did have the sort of thought the comic relief Ryan Atkinson thing. Hmm. And, the uh, well, I went back in time and I bribed the architect. It's uh, sort of, yeah, It did have the sofa of reasonable comfort ending sort of thing, didn't it? They, to it. it
0: did a little bit. It did a little bit. But hey, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to hold
1: it. That sort of even amused me just in the fact that you sort of wondered, did they actually think that? Is that sort of considered to be? Well, it's all part of the the myth of Doctor Who.
0: Well, well, possibly you you could start a whole argument there, Paul. With sort of like yeah. saying, is, is that is that now canon? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, let's not sort of start that one off. I, I
1: think yeah, I think after the Ferris projects have tried to make the dimensions in time or whatever it is part of canon, I don't think we're trying to do we'll try and do the I, comic really. I think Chris <laughs> Chris tried to, and the rest of yeah. them weren't having it. So. No. <laughs> So I don't think we're going to try and make comic relief part of that. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not.
0: Well, I, I'm, I'm just glad to say, you know, it's. Um, I suppose you could say it's the it's the first thing we've reviewed for the fifth anniversary. I can't. I mean, okay, we've been doing the Destiny of the Doctor yeah. thing since January, and and I, we're getting to the, near the end of those as well. But I think this is the the, the first proper. 50th anniversary celebration thing to we've, we've reviewed and I'm glad to say that I enjoyed it. I think i say you enjoyed it as well. Yeah.
1: It, it got yeah. the tone right for what it was, what it was meant to be. Yeah,
0: definitely. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. So, well, I, I I'd like to finish there really, because yes. I, I, I don't really want to say any, neg- anything negative about it. No. To be honest, I really don't. I really don't. I, I'm just, I just want to enjoy it for what it is. Um, and just, as you say, just celebrate 50 years like everyone else is going to be doing. Yes. You know, don't want to be, don't want to be down on it at all, to be no. perfectly honest. Really don't. So, um, next week, um, it's the last of our, talking of celebrating 50 years, it's the last of our, um, interview specials. So that'll be coming out, uh, next Sunday. And then the next time you'll hear us, uh, will be a review of Day of the Doctor. Yes, as, as a, as a here us as as a, a recording duo, I should say, uh, It'll be a review of Day of the Doctor. So, um, yeah, so there's there's quite a bit more to come to celebrate 50 years. Yes,
1: definitely I'm is. Hope we'll all be happy with her Let's hope so. Let's yep. hope
0: so. So, I think that's it then. That is it. Yep. So, until next time, it is goodbye from me, Phil,
1: and goodbye from me, Paul.
0: Goodbye. Listening to the Who's he podcast? Please visit our website at who's hyphen-he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at Who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's he Podcast Facebook group. The Who's he Podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.